1: What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppressed. we are giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. People, what's happening? What up with it? What you know good and what it do? We'd like to thank you for tuning in and spending your time with us. You're listening to a Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative, the most entertaining, the baddest podcast in the land. We're hitting you with the dopest topics, the rawest opinion, like giving you straight up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jewel St. James. I'm Dead Press. I'm Novak. We're giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's pod, we'll be pulling back the curtain on... The best bad movies in our lifetime. Not the good one, the best bad ones. Fellas, what's poppin'? Jules. What's up, man? Novak, what's oh, good? Man.
2: Uh, man, long week, man. You know, uh right now pretty much I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the stuff to open up out there. Uh I said the quicker the quicker we can get back to normal, things are gonna get better.
0: Man, I, brother, how? what the hell is normal anymore?
1: Oh man. You ain't kidding. It's all mental state at this point. <laughs> you got man, that right. I mean, I, I don't think I ever was in a position to say, man, I can't wait for 2021. or oh, the next year. But, man, we need to go ahead and end this year and, and start, off, start off fresh.
0: What what I said on the first uh, the first episode of the pod, man. I said, can we get a fucking redo on this fucking trial of 2020? This shit, man, was trash. And it is trash. And you're right, man. I've never been the type to be like, man, I can't wait to the next year because that's gonna be my year. But I'm gonna be talking about 2021 being my year because 2020,
1: now, nothing, nothing. Now look, now let me ask you something, fellas. Could can we turn it around? I know this is six months in. Can can it turn around, or or should we just just scrap it and just. Nah, man. No man, we, we just got ta- we just got to take that L. Okay.
2: scrap it. I mean, you're 50 percent through the year. I mean, we're in June right now, so it's like, whatever you do in the next couple of months, you set in the groundwork for 2021.
0: Okay. Now, now, what I will say though, Jules, and kind of to what we did is, you know, we used this time and we, you know, we built this platform. So, you know, kudos to us. That's gonna be a little slap on the on the back for us. But I think. Cats do need to come out of this time, you know, having learned new skills and, you know, raise the game individually. But, you know, as far as the world itself, man, this was a huge L in 2020. Okay.
1: All right, I feel you. I feel
0: you. But, man, you know, uh, I did want to, before we get into this episode, I wanted to do our, our sponsor read, uh, Somato Coffee. Fellas, uh, I got some samples uh, coming your way, so at, where you guys can share with you know with you, you know your families and you, even for yourself to, to take a, a drink. But tomato uh, Coffee believes that coffee is best uh, two to fourteen days after it's been roasted. They feel beyond that it, it starts to become stale. As tomato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they always put the roast date right on the bag. Once they receive your order, they roast your coffee beans and ship them to you within 48 hours. Lastly, they believe in in respecting the integrity of the coffee bean and make a conscious effort to never serve customers pre-ground coffee and only offer whole bean coffee. Coffee has to be unique and high quality from bean to cup. You can learn more about Samato Coffee on their website, somatocoffee.com. That's spelled S-U-M-A-T-O. C-O-F-F-E-E.com. And for our Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners, there's a special discount code that you guys can use that will give you 20% off discount on your entire order, and you can use that unlimited number of times. Also, this uh, discount code will allow you guys a one-time 20% discount when you subscribe to their coffee delivery program. So that promo code is Ballers Coffee. So feel free to check out Somato Coffee, our podcast sponsor. And fellas, let's kick off the show. All so, right. our episode here, man, we, we, we're going to pull back the curtain on the, the best bad movies in our
2: lifetime. Number five, man, who wants to kick it off? I'll start it up. I got one for you guys. Uh, the Toxic Crusader. Damn. That movie came out in 1984. You know, probably showing my age right now. I was a small kid <laughs> when it came out. I remember uh, John Ritter from uh, Three's Company.
1: Three's, yeah,
2: yeah, it was directing the yep. movie. And you know, I was watching some bad TV one night, and I remember it came on USA. <laughs> so, I mean, Taj Crusader* was like a cult classic. It was first shown in the Greenwich Village in uh, like late 1985, and uh, a lot of people went out there. Saw a all the teenagers in that time period went to go see it in the Greenwich Village. And it was uh, you know, it was regarded as a cult classic. It was so bad that it was good. It's about a it's about a kid that basically, you know, was getting bullied in high school, gets toxic waste spilled on him. He becomes like this disfigured superhero, you know, really ugly thing. They got one eye that's pretty much uh, the top of his head, the other one's like in the, the right place on his face. And he starts fighting people. And there's a lot of other uh movies that pretty much you know, kind of come from that Toxic Crusader universe. I mean, Traumaville or Trauma Entertainment is the company that created the movie. The town they lived in is called Traumaville. The high school is called Trauma, Trauma High, Trauma High School. I mean, it was a it was a funny bad movie. I mean, I remember watching it. I remember watching the bad special effects. I remember watching uh, turning into the big mutant superhero. Uh, I remember the kids' TV show. I used to watch that. I remember my little brother getting the toys when uh, we were in grammar school. The toys were terrible. I mean, they, the toys stink because they, they were made in China and they're really cheap. <laughs> so, I mean, The Times Crusaders is probably like the, the worst one well, of the worst movies I've ever seen. But I enjoy watching it. I don't know why, but I will sit there and watch when it comes on TV. <laughs> what uh,
0: what was one of the things about it that made it most memorable for you?
2: I think it's the bad acting, you know, like when you're watching bad acting in the eighties, you know, like you're watching bad monster movies and something's about to happen. (laughs) And they kind of do like that bad music. I mean, you listen to it and you're just like, oh my God, I know something bad's about to happen. Then it happens, but it's supposed to be scary, but it looks so ridiculous that, you know, you fall out. Like when he got the toxic waste belt on him, it was so ridiculous. how like his jeans tore up, his shirt got real small. Then he got muscles that were, you know, big green muscles. His hair fell off. I mean, it was bad special effects at, you know, at its worst. But, you know, it's a, it's a movie that's so bad, you got to watch it one time.
0: But, you know, one of the things about that movie, and it's, it's probably uh, the epitome of what what this whole uh, good, bad movies is about, is the budget on that movie was so low.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, about 20000 grand for that movie. I yep. mean, and, you know, they basically shot that movie with an old beta, you know, old beta recorder in a parking lot somewhere. And they used they used a local high school, and then they also had two more. They had two more, um, two more um, different versions of that movie that came out. They had part two and part three, the sequels to that movie, and those are worse than the first one. I mean, part two. I saw part two years later, and I just said, "What the hell is this?" I mean, part one is the only one you can watch, and then you can probably tolerate it at this point. That's pretty funny.
1: What you have, Drew? Now my my number five y'all might be a little a little surprised but it's probably, uh
0: probably probably not <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hercules okay. uh, uh uh the rocks version dwayne johnson's version okay now okay so it's, it was budget over a hundred a hundred million is way you know more than than toxic Adventures, but budget 100 million but it grossed over 244 it made it, it. It made some profit. It came out in July 2014, starting of course the rock or Dwayne Johnson. I don't know what go by now, but you know Hercules played by, by uh, Dwayne Johnson is the leader of a band of mercenaries. They have missions they must they must uh, pass before they can grant their freedom, and they have one more job to do. Hercules ended up doing it, killing a lot of people. Uh, and winning freedom at the end. I hope I didn't spoil the the, the ending for anybody who didn't see it. Now, the only problem, I, it was a good movie. The only problem I had with this movie is it wasn't dark for me. I When I look, when I'm thinking about Hercules and Greek mythology and Zeus and all that stuff, I need this to be, I need this to be 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 dark. I need it to be dark, mean. Gritty and stuff like that. It was just it was too kiddish for me. That's that's pretty about the the biggest reason I had a I had a problem. It was a good movie, but it was bad because it was it was it was it was light. That's all. My favorite character in it, of course, was was Hercules, was was a Dwayne Johnson character, because he was able. It didn't in, in the movie. It didn't come out. He was the son son of Zeus, so he had these powers and this and that. It was almost like it was stories. You know, it shows some displays of uh him having uh super uh super uh, super strength and stuff. And you know, it was it was cool. It was cool in that way, you know. So so that was my number five.
0: Okay, I get you. Mine is uh I went a little different direction. Uh mine was uh save the last dance. Number Damn. five. The yes. dancing movie? Yeah, man. So this one was uh, it took place in in Chicago, and one of the, th- the things that I'm gonna get into just about the movie in itself is the fact that it was so unrealistic in the way that they portrayed <laughs> the areas, and you know, kind of talked about the way Chicago inner city worked. But we can get into that in a second. But my favorite character on on this movie was uh, Julia Stout. She played a character Sarah. So the the, the premise with Sarah was. Uh, She was a a ballet dancer and her mother basically got killed on her way to basically watch her Juilliard audition. uh, And she lost her love of dance. And basically this movie did a long drawn out way of basically showing this girl's path to her suburban life of living with her mother to then transition into living with her deadbeat father who lived in the inner city. Then she had to go to an inner city school and then that's how she became, you know, I guess, friendly with, you know, black kids. She learned, like, a love of hip-hop. And then from there, she regained her love of basically dance. And then she ended up getting uh, the Juilliard uh, scholarship all over again. But in a, in a nutshell, her character was kind of cool to me. And Julia, Julia Stiles is a, is a great actress. I just thought that this movie, in a nutshell, just... Uh, it could have been way better than what it was. I mean, the movie had a great soundtrack. Uh, the dance the dance moves and dance sequences were really cool. They had that steps uh, dance club that the kids was going to. And shit, when I watched that movie, I was like, man, I wish I could have kicked it at steps. But I just feel like they just, they missed the mark in a lot of uh, ways with the movie. Too many subplots. And they had those uh, cliche characters. So Chanel, the, the, the pregnant sister that had the kid in high school, I mean, how many times are we gonna see that character in a movie? And then uh, Malachi's character, uh, played by your boy Fredro Starr. You know, you always gotta have the
3: mm-hmm. the,
0: the ghetto friend and the the, the, the the roughneck friend. I mean, come on, man! Like they, they could have left those type of roles out. But uh, yeah, that was my uh, that was my number five. And the, the reason why I liked the movie actually was just because Julia Stiles and that uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. I thought their performances were pretty good. And like I said, the soundtrack was really good. And uh, they also, too, made some really strong points in that movie about society and also interracial data. So, I don't know. That was my number
1: five. Mm-hmm. You sure that's, that, a you should ask, that's a good choice? You sure that's why you like the movie? <laughs> 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 he wanted some styles. <laughs>
2: I
0: mean, hey, Sarah was a fighter. Now, you saw she got in, she got into a fight with old girl at school. I was like, all right, Sarah,
2: sure. But is that
0: a movie hey, was that you can it watch no... with no sound? No, you you no. You gotta have that sound because that soundtrack made that movie what it was, man. Man, that was a goal. Hey, was it wasn't no Carrie watching that movie? Yeah, she played Chanel, the one yeah. that had the, the baby. Oh yeah. Carrie. She was crying in that movie, just like she cries <laughs> on that show. <laughs> I don't know why she always got tears in her eyes. I'm like, come on, Carrie, stop it. That's the real pain we
2: don't know about. For <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, man. What, what you guys got for number four? My, my number four, this is, this is a movie that uh, first time I watched this movie, I think uh, I might have been like five or six years old. And I was supposed to be watching Cinemax late at night. And I turned this movie on. and I got scared. And I was too scared to get up and move because it was so bizarre and so crazy. Uh, my number four is the Evil Dead and if you don't know what that is, Evil Dead is about a bunch of teenagers go to a cabin to spend a weekend and they end up reading this comic book that's possessed by uh, evil. So the comic book pretty much uh, what it does it it reawakens the dead and brings them back to life. So the main character in uh, the Evil Dead is his name is Ash Williams. So Ash Williams is played by Bruce Campbell, and, and you know a lot of people might remember that Bruce Campbell now from Stars up the Stars series, Ash vs Evil Dead. So you know, Ash pretty much, you know, they read the comic book, they bring back the dead. Uh, very bad acting, pretty much at this point. Three, I'm reminded by the $350,000 budget at the time. It was filmed in 1981, and he pretty much has these moments where he's fighting like these relics or these dead, you know, these, these dead inhabitants. So one of the scenes in that movie that really stuck out to me is the fact he had to cut his hand off
3: mm-hmm. because his
2: hand became evil and his hand was beating him up and everything like that. So he cuts his hand off. He ends up replacing it with a chainsaw. <laughs> so he has a chainsaw for a hand, you know. His, you no, know, his girlfriend's kidnapped. His brother's evil. Uh, his brother's been possessed pretty much by the dead. So what happens in the Evil Dead is that people get possessed by dead spirits. Uh, you know, it's like it's like it's like if you ever seen Beetlejuice before. It's like taking the Beetlejuice characters and uh, actors pretty much and putting them in this really bad comic book adaptation of a movie. I mean, I, I mean. The Evil Dead, pretty much, I mean, it basically gets resolved by, you know, the Lee Campbell, the character, Ash Williams. He ends up, uh, you know, killing all the dead, you know, uh, destroying the comic book to close the portal to hell. Uh, I mean, gr- very bad special effects, really bloody, scary for a five or six-year-old. Now I find it funny. Uh, they grossed about $2.7 million, you know, during that time at the box office, which is today's money is about $29 million. Uh, they spun off of Evil Dead Two. They did a movie called Army of Darkness, which a lot of mm-hmm. people are probably familiar with. They had the TV shows, No Ashes, Evil Dead. We had like about eight bad video games out there, which I never bought. <laughs> but, but I mean, the, the Evil Dead was probably one of the the most bizarre horror movies that I ever seen. I mean, it was it was it was just strange, but it was so bad that you know, it's, once again, it's one of those movies you watch because you just, you know you start watching something really bad, you can't turn the TV. That's what that's what the Evil Dead was like. I I, I know I was supposed to be watching it at five or six years old, but I had to say I I was scared the next two nights. You know, I ended up basically watching my hand and the, the the next two nights <laughs> to make sure my hand didn't turn evil and attack me or something like that because, you know, I was worried that you know I was gonna get possessed by the Evil Dead. So you know, it was just a it was a walk down memory lane. It's a it's a movie that every time I see it, I laugh by the day. And, you know, I wish everybody would take a look at it just just so you can see how bizarre it is, just to understand how far we come in the horror universe. But you know
0: what? It's funny, right? Because I remember watching that movie, too, when I was little and being scared as fuck, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, that movie and Halloween, I mean, those movies, you know, mm-hmm. were ahead of their time as far as, you know, actually being scary. Because these movies now, they have these huge budgets, but yeah. That stuff, just it doesn't do anything for me. So it's just crazy how, like you said, with the low budget, how, while the movie probably wasn't like critically acclaimed, the movie was
2: pretty, it was decent, though. you know right. It was decent. I mean, you know, you had Ash always trying to get you know, trying to get some butt for somebody. And he tried to do this. I mean, the fact that, I mean, he was willing to have sex with a possessed girl just to have sex with her. That had me cracking up. So, I mean, it's a, it, you know, it's a, it's a cult classic. In the, you know, and not in a good way.
1: But people enjoy it. Man, that's what's up, man. Alright. My number four. You guys might be surprised again. It's Expendables Two. Two, huh?
0: Okay. Yeah. Not oh, one. <laughs> not one and not three.
3: Expendables oh, two.
1: God. <laughs> now I I was digging one and three. Number two, I had a problem with. I tell you why. It was released in August of 2012. Of course, another budget of 100 million gross 315, so they made some profit. Another mercenary group known as the Uh the uh undertake a seemingly simple mission, which involved into a quest for revenge against a rival mercenary, uh played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, I love some Van Damme, who murdered one of their own and threatened the world with a daily daily weapon. Okay, we got that plot. We've seen that plot, I don't know how many times. But the problem I had with it, the acting of, of, of I mean, people let's get, let, let, let's get something straight. Expendables 2, e- Expendables and stuff like that, you're just there just to watch people get killed. Blow stuff up, shooting and stuff like, knives, fighting, stuff like that, that's it. You know, plot, you really don't even, you know, you're not gonna win a, a golden glove or whatever the case may be uh, with, this, with these type of movies. The bad thing, the bad thing I didn't like. The, the one of the things I didn't like about the movie was was the ending. The ending was, it was too quick and it should have been better. The fight scene should have been better at the end. That's why I had a, a big problem with this with this movie. I'm a man about I love blood and guts and stuff like that. I don't need a lot of dialogue, you know. But the ending, the ending could have been a hell of a lot better. And that's it. I mean, my favorite character, of course, is uh um. Not of course, but my favorite character in out the whole movie was Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris had a little cameo in there. He was Long Wolf. He come in, shoot and kill a lot of people, and he and he bounce out by himself. Man, he was the smoothest cat on there, and that's why you know that's why he's my favorite character in the movie.
0: I'll say, Jules, that to me, that that second one was just fucking awful, bro. <laughs> yeah. I- I would say if any any of our listeners, if you've recently had a lobotomy, uh, I would say watch that movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with you. That that second one, I don't know what the hell that was about. I mean, the, the cover to the the cover to the uh, you know to the Blu-ray the Blu-ray box was it pretty much tells you you're, you're in for something that's mind blowing bad at this point. <laughs> I mean, you know, you talking about you know bad muscles? You talking old muscles? You know, Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone looked ninety five in the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and then the fact that he had to muster up the strength just to get his lines done. I mean he sounds terrible in that movie. I mean, you know, I I, was, I kept hearing Rocky, you know, I kept hearing I kept hearing the Rocky character every time he he says something on the screen, trying to sound cool and everything. I mean the spendables is uh the first one's great. The first one's great because it sounds good, it moves really well, but that second one, man, that's trash. Yeah, you
1: know. The second one's rough. The yeah. second one's rough. Like I say, I like the 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 I just love the shooting, people getting killed, and then hand-to-hand combat. Other than that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough.
2: <laughs> it's on clearance right now for $199 at Best Buy. That's how <laughs> bad it is. I'm, I'm going to
1: wait till it gets a little cheaper, though. Oh, yeah, like free. still <laughs> <laughs> <Damn. laughs> you know. Hey, Stallone, you're still my man. You still my master, alone. It's just, hey,
0: hey <laughs> s- s- stick to the Rocky movies, man. Oh no, don't do
1: that either.
2: <laughs> you know he's you know he's recording one right now, but filming one right now. Oh man, give Michael B. Jordan advice. Stop it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so your pops, man, he died because he didn't listen to me. I'm like, oh God, stop it, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's I mean your, your boy Adonis became the champ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was getting put in the hospital the first
2: time. Oh
1: man, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. man, he took a beating.
2: Oh Ooh. man, he got beat like he stole something. Man, that was terrible. You know, you get beat like that, man. Ain't much. That's funny. Well,
0: man, my uh, my number four spot is uh, is is I'm doubted.
1: Damn.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I went back with that
2: one. Ooh, you went there.
0: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I did. That that movie to me, man, like it just reminds me of just when we were coming up, and probably like the last two times that I uh, watched the movie on a VHS. Uh, and for any of our listeners, if you're just curious about about it, don't watch it on DV, DVD because the DVD quality of this movie is even worse than probably the movie itself. the The VHS was cool because at the end of the movie they had like some No Limit music videos at the end, which was really cool. Uh, but I'm about it was, was mine. And my, my favorite character was uh, Perry, who was played by, of course, Master P. Uh, the movie basically was based loosely on his life as a drug dealer in New Orleans. You know, while uh, he was dealing with, like, rivals, dirty cops, and, you know, some of his shady friends. Uh, one of the, the scenes in this movie that, that still to this day makes me laugh and cringe all at the same time is, and you guys probably remember this, remember the, uh, the drug deal that he had with the Columbians? And he, how he copied that off of Scarface?
2: Yeah, I remember that. I mean he 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 was reaching on that one. You could tell that he was watching Scarface in his movie trailer, you know, he's, he's getting ready to do the production. So let's do that Scarface scene. Nobody had noticed it.
0: <laughs> it was really it was really bad. I, the one thing I say too is uh the movie in a lot of parts was entertaining, but in today's uh world it would be very unwatchable. Uh <laughs> just to be honest with you. Uh, the quality of the movie on the DVD, like I mentioned, was bad, and the sound is really bad too on the DVD. Uh, the movie is full of of uh, very bad acting. I mean, as you guys can imagine, I mean you have uh, you have a lot of rappers that are in the movie. So it was uh, Silk the Shocker. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You had C Murder. You had Mac Ten, B X, Mister Servon. I mean, you, the whole damn the whole damn No Limit Camp was in this movie. Uh, the so what they know that I did like and respect, though, about the movie is it really it's uh, it started that whole genre of uh, straight from video to film movies. And so Master P, uh, he probably did this by accident, but he's kind of stumbled upon genius. And, and this showed a little bit of his entrepreneurial uh, mindset, because while this movie was very low budget, he made a lot of money off of it. And then it spiraled into him doing other movies of his time. And then other people started to copy off of his style of doing these movies. So, I mean, the film was very gritty and the soundtrack, a lot of people may not realize, but it was really successful in the charts and it was actually no limits, number one album. So I don't know if you guys remember that or not.
1: I I remember. I'm sorry.
2: I remember. I mean, you know, I mean the Body Body videos, man. That spun out of that. Then you had you had uh, excuse me, you had Swamp Nigger. You had uh, you had the uh, the True album came out of that. I mean yep. it was probably it was probably their best uh, it's probably their best uh album out there, man. I mean and that cover is hilarious. It's so much <laughs> it's so much wrong on that cover. You got drug you got drug money on the cover. You yep. got Master P looking like he a genius on the cover. <laughs> you got C Murder before prison on the cover. I mean it's a lot going on. Me and is in that movie. Yep. Um I remember Silk the Shocker trying to sell. Oh man, Silk the Shocker selling this lesson. This lesson on that movie. You just ever like, heard of The way just like movie? how he rapped. Yeah, he rapped. Yo, know, he rapped the way he sound. <laughs> had me cracking up, man. And I'm like, what the hell is this dude saying? He, you know, he's like Black Yoda when he come on the microphone. You be like, he be like, the Force it is. It's very strong. Strong it is. I'm like, that's how I see Murder, I mean, that's how Silk sounds pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it, it was wild, man. I mean, I remember watching that on VHS. I snuck and watched that. I remember, I remember that was one of those movies where, you know, I think we were – I think, you know, it's around – was that 97 when it came out? Yeah, 97. And, I mean, you know, that was, like, right before the college era for us at that point. And I remember getting that movie on VHS. I, I think I copied it from somebody. That's how old we are right now. <laughs> I remember watching it. And you write about those videos that showed up at the end of the, uh, the movie. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, oh. Ice cream man <laughs> blasting yep. the background. That was the worst video ever made in hip hop history. <laughs> <laughs> Two before I got what you need. I'm like, come on, man. P. I mean, every time, every every time I hear ice cream truck, I think about that song. Now he scarred me for
1: life with that song. <laughs> you know, I ain't never, I ain't never watched it from beginning to end. About it, about it.
0: You about it? Yeah, no, man. You know what? I'm gonna I'm send you a link, bro, because they, they got it on YouTube. What's
2: up? Yep. You have to check that out. You got to check out that ad then. It's A+. Plus. Man.
1: And I don't oh. know if, I, and I ain't going to lie, I don't know if I am going to watch it. <laughs> well, I don't know.
0: If you over here watching the uh, Incredibles 2, Digger, you, you can definitely watch that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you watch that. That's a that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> he said, they get an Oscar. Thank you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. they get an Oscar for
2: you right there, man.
0: Cause and, also, believe- t- and also, too, uh, they later released the I Got the Hookup. Did you see that one, Jules? Oh, God. Right,
1: I Got the Hookup, right.
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't, I didn't
1: watch that either.
2: <laughs> you, ain't missing that. No, I, you didn't I, miss anything on that one. I Got the Hookup, man. Oh, my God. You reaching deep for that one. Yeah, I went in that bag with that. <laughs> oh, man, that's some stuff nobody talked about every day because it was so bad, we forgot about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. Oh man, I don't even know what to say, man. You man, you gave me a you gave me a chill so bad. <laughs> hey, that's why we are doing this, right? <laughs> oh God, that's that embarrassing TV. that's a, that's a, that's those embarrassing movies you wanna tell nobody you watch. And <laughs> yeah, not only did I admit it,
0: I admit I watched that thing on VHS too. Oh God. Did you, you fit the tracking on it?
3: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> you let that lag come across.
2: <laughs> man, Damn. that was crazy. Oh, it man. was all it was damn near black and white, too. Oh, yeah, the early part, man, it was yep. so funny. They, they, get, they get the backstory to the to Perry. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What you guys got for number three? Uh, man, I, I went in my bag for this one, man. I know you guys remember this movie, Don't Be a Menace. The South Central, drink your juice in the hood. Oh, damn. yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Oh my God, man! Nice. What, do, what do I start with that, man? I mean, you think about—you <laughs> had like about ninety characters that we all know today and appreciate in some form in that movie. There was so many. That, that movie got so many alumni. You know, yeah, you know, the Wayans family in there. You had Ken, and I, you know, you, yeah, Ken Ivory Wayans directed it. You had mm-hmm. um, you had Lamar Tate, who was uh, Lorenz Tate's brother. You had Helen Martin from Two Two Seven in that movie. She mm-hmm. was hilarious. You had uh, Bernie Mac was in the movie. You know, <laughs> he played the officer role and had me cracking up. Omar Epps is in the movie. He did He, he did like a, a recast of uh, higher learning pretty much in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, we had Antonio Fargus, man, from all the, all the black exploitation movies from the 70s. He was old school, and he was hilarious, man. I would say that movie... Uh, Don't be a menace, man. I Drink your know, juice, man, it's, 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 a, it's a movie from my childhood. You know, it's so funny. It's not you know, it's so funny. It's so bad that it's funny. I mean, I remember was, like my favorite scene from that movie is when it's, 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 it's pretty much just when when Lope Dog met that chick, and you know he had the mail truck. They're making fun of Poetic justice, and mm-hmm. they're getting ready to have sex in the mail truck, and she got on top of it and she turned into the devil, pretty much. <laughs> and she and she ends up screwing him mm-hmm. instead of him screwing her <laughs> he started screaming and she tore up his clothes <laughs> he tried to crawl out the, ma- the mail van and she pulled him back in and I think every man in his lifetime has met some woman like that that scared the hell out of him I mean little was getting destroyed man that part was hilarious my other favorite part of that movie I laughed so hard about his crazy legs you remember that part he had that dream about being a dancer <laughs> dreamed about being a dancer <laughs> he was dressed like hammer they had those little you like legs. right 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 <laughs> Those little midget legs moving basically i know it's wrong i'm, so, I'm sorry people, but the fact that they hung this guy with strings and they moved his legs and he had the hammer movie and he smiled he said, yeah i want to show that scene i like and they showed him dancing or whatever it was so broke that's that scene was hilarious. my third favorite scene is probably with uh with lamar tate and, uh, you know, Sean Wayne's reading his daddy a, a story, he was jagging off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's, how are you bigger than your father? How are you, how are you pretty much, you know, reading him a bedtime story, and he, he's up there jagging off? That had be cracking up, man. I mean, that movie, that movie just bad. It was so bad. But, you know, the Wayans family, man, they came out for that one. I mean, it was hilarious. Like, uh, I remember the other scene that I loved was a Helen Martin dressed up like dead presidents and put that uh, white paint on her face. Yep. yep. <laughs> they were smoking the weed. Oh, had me cracking up, man. But, man, great movie, man. The funny thing about that movie is that they only spent $4 million to make it. They made $20 million to movie. it. So they, they five times that movie. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
3: And, you know,
2: you know, the Wayans brothers, man, you know. Marlon, Sean, you know, Kenan, I mean, that movie spawned a lot of other bad movies that they made. I mean, the Wayans family might be the, might be the family of bad movies. You mm. know, let's not talk about to unmentioned White Chicks. You know? Oh God!
1: Oh God! I mean, you, you, what do you think about? The, you don't like them scary movies?
2: Oh, I, you know what? I try to wipe
1: my <laughs> mind on those, man. Oh, the best, you know, not to go off the off the pad.
2: The best part of that scary movie is the cat fight when the cat beat that guy up. Oh my God, man! Got got beat up by the cat, and the cat broke the bottom and stabbed him. I was like, What the Mm -hmm. hell am I watching?
1: But yeah, but don't don't forget now, uh, drink, uh, don't be a minute get had messages in there, you know, try to put something on your mind now.
2: Oh, they did, they did message,
1: (laughs) message McKenna showed
2: up, message. (laughs) Well,
0: the one was the one was funny with uh, with old boy Ashtray. When he was uh doing that foreplay with old girl with the, the government cheese
1: block. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Ugh. He couldn't melt it. Hey, he over there sucking them toes. He was taking jam and stuff off them toes. Oh
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, hey out. That, that was a good one, man. That, that was oh one. man. That that movie, man, just wow. It makes it, it really makes you think about how bad your know, those movies were. And it, it was funny. No, oh, oh, dog. Man. He was hilarious. How about when they, he was said,
0: "Do do we have a problem?
3: Problem?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> he had, had all those guns.
1: Yeah, ba- <laughs> had a damn bazooka and a missile or something in there.
2: Mm-hmm. All all in the mail truck. Oh man, don't 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 forget that. Don't forget that scene where the little boy base is riding the big wheel. <laughs> oh <laughs> you know, yeah, when uh, I mean, Do Rag is riding riding the thing. And, you know, she had so many kids that she forgot who they were. And you know that scene when the scene when Ashtray went over there. He's knocking kids out. He knocked out about ten kids. <laughs> every yeah, time. He, he went over there like Trey to start swinging.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you look at the, you look at uh, Dashiki and she get pregnant. She was pregnant every damn year, and for ten years, he said that would have me cracking up. Oh, that was the, that's a
1: good one. What, what you had, Drew? All right. So my number three, all right. I know you guys are gonna remember. I know you guys remember this one. It's critters.
2: Oh, oh man, the yeah, ball I remember that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: The little Sonic, the little uh, uh, Sonic Hedgehogs looking um things. Oh
2: God! Oh man! When you dig that up kid.
1: <laughs> so it came out in '86, April of '86. It budget was two million. It grows thirteen million. All right, they made some money. So, plot of these things, these 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 balls, these <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehogs looking creatures came from out of sp- out of space. Who eats people? You know, they can they they can walk. Or they can spin in a little ball and run you over. <laughs> and they also can shoot them needles out. I don't know if y'all remember, they can shoot them needles out at you.
2: Oh, I remember. S- spikes, the little
3: spikes out. You say
1: <laughs> you see, you, remember, you don't want to remember. But <laughs> the um, so okay. In order to kill these things, you had some body hunters that came from out of space. Ugh, and um, uh, and, and the girl name was Lee. It was a dude, they were shapeshifters. Um, matter of fact. Ug was my favorite character because he was can he was he was rolling with Lee Lee ain't bad now, and she you know a blonde you know a blonde lady and uh, carrying his big ass gun and was killing these things, which was you know at the time as a kid man that that was dope <laughs> you know what i'm saying nothing much nothing much about the uh about the movie acting was terrible and stuff like that, but you know that was one of the things you got to be drunk or hide or something to watch, but i mean hey. You know, at the time, at the time I thought was I thought it was neat, but it was a bad movie. It was (laughs) you know the funny part, the funny part with the movie when when they all get together, little critters, they get together and they roll in this big ball and they run you over and the next thing you're a skeleton. I thought that was dope, man. I will just say this, man. That movie was a ripoff of Gremlins. Now, what I read, Prez, that they wrote their movie out before Gremlins. Oh, they did. Yeah. So Gremlins ripped it off from them, is what you're saying. But they, they wrote it, but they but Gremlins came out. But so so Gremlins did come out first, but they just they they wrote the movie out before Gremlins. But you oh, know. Okay. But I like Gremlins better than critters though, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now the second Gremlins, I yeah, you Now nah, they could have know, kept that one. They could have kept that one. But yeah. Yeah, so that 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 was that's my number three. Okay.
0: My number three is uh, is Con Air. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I
2: like Con Air. No, Nick Cage. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Nick Cage was all, was all. He was He was you gotta Jack go there, man?
2: Why you gotta go there? That's the <laughs> best. That's the best movie cover ever. That, that didn't do anything, <laughs> dude. Right,
0: dude. So my, so my favorite character on there was a uh, Cameron Poe, uh, starring our boy uh, Nicholas Cage. Uh, so Cameron Poe was a decorated U.S. vet, and. Uh, what happened was he got locked up. He got into some bar fight, defended his uh, pregnant girlfriend, wife. I can't remember. But uh, he ended up killing a guy, though, in the bar fight. And so he got locked up. And so the premise of the movie is the fact that he was he recently got paroled, and he was on a, a transport plane uh, trying to head back home to his, his wife and now his daughter. And the tra- the, the plane gets hijacked. Uh, by some of the other uh, criminals that were, on the, uh, that were on the plane. And so this movie, I mean, just be honest, man, it had a decent cast. It was a lot of action to it, a lot of uh, funny one-line scenes, but the movie just was a, about a whole lot of nothing, if you think about it. Uh, it, it had good, funny one-liners. The, the guy, uh, Cyrus the Virus, I, I loved the scene with him when he had the gun to the bunny's head. and He was <laughs> said, if you make another move, the bunny gets it. Like, shit like that, though, like, just cracked me up. It was no funny scenes like that. Uh, seeing Bubba from uh, Bubba Gump in there, he, had, he was diabetic, and he was all sweaty, and, and you know, he was going through, like, a, di- te- a diabetic like, right. yeah, situation. Mm-hmm. He needed his medicine. And seeing how Nick Cage was, like, the guy behind the scenes that was acting like he was, like, cool with Cyrus and, and with the plan to take over. The plane, but at the same time, he was on the side of the, the marshals. So that movie to me was so bad that it actually was uh, it was actually pretty decent. Uh, I wish they would have spent more money on like actually uh, developing the uh, the plot and the characters in this movie, and not so much on the special effects. Because if you guys remember, the special effects in this movie were it was just kind of over the top. Uh, I think that was the thing that kind of held that movie back. Uh, the thing that actually made it kind of good, though, to me, too, is the fact that uh, the first half of the movie was actually decent. It was just the second half that just had all that nonstop uh,
3: action. Mm.
1: You know what I mean? And then so uh, it had has some fluff to it.
0: Yeah, a lot of fluff to it.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but,
0: but I say uh, the part of the movie that was kind of cool was when uh, when Nicolas Cage, you know, when he when he saw his daughter at the end and when he gave her that stuffed animal, because that stuffed animal went through a lot of shit, if you think about it, over the course of that movie. <laughs>
1: That stuff. Emma almost lost his life, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Nicholas Cage also, got a little Jack for that movie. You said what? He got a little Jack for that movie. Oh yeah, he
0: hooked him up, man. Yeah, Hey, yeah, like you said, he 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 hit the gym.
2: He had the long ass hair mm-hmm. going. Well, he, he just came off going in sixty seconds. That was going. That was like going in sixty seconds, body. That's what that was. You know, he was trying to impress. Uh, uh, what's that chick, Angelina Jolie? So that he had he had a different body. Because he just came off uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, and he went into Con Air. And I think Con Air did Nicolas Cage in a little bit, because he had he did Ghost Rider after that, and that was terrible. I mean, he just oh, made God. one bad movie after another bad movie. Oh, God. But, yeah, the, the last thing
0: about uh, Con Air was uh, a lot of people don't realize that Dave Chappelle was at Con Air.
2: He, I remember uh, he, that. I remember yeah, he
0: that. Played, he played one of the criminals, and they said that he freestyled his entire role. They gave him a script, and he just threw it to the side and just did his own thing, which is awesome. I, that's obviously how Dave Chappelle rolls. But yeah, Conair, that's mm. my number three.
1: Oh, man, that's a good choice, man. Appreciate really that choice.
0: Jules. Appreciate that. Choice. So I so I, uh, I did better than number four,
1: right?
2: Oh, I did a whole lot
0: better.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, Toxic Crusaders or whatever the hell. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my, oh my, my number two right now. I think I got a feeling you're gonna know this movie. You might know this one, uh, Penitentiary Three. Oh yeah. Came oh. out in 19- 1987 Too, Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Yeah, hey, man, that's I a good cool one, man. Oh, man, I remember, remember Leon Isaac, you know, well, Two Sweet went to jail for murder, uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had to go through, to go through the prison uh, fight system at that point, you know, because, you know, once he got there, everybody figured out that you know, Two Sweet was a fighter. So everybody was trying to kill him. I remember, like, my favorite part of that movie is when he took on Thud, man, the dwarf, the midget. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, man. It's a, that movie scared me of all midgets when I was a little kid. Because I thought that midgets can fly. I thought they, uh, I thought they had superhuman powers. I thought they could flip off uh, walls. I've never ever seen a fight scene like that. Where I've never seen a midget take a guy to task like that, beat the hell out of him. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, it was a, it was an interesting movie. I mean, I know it's, it's very insensitive considering where we're at in the world today. You know, in that regard, but I would say. like, <laughs> it was pretty it was, it was pretty interesting. I mean I remember um, yeah Hugo the Hawk in that movie Hugo the Hawk was pretty cool. That's the that was the boss fight that movie. I mean that movie played out like a bad video game from the 80s. I mean the fights were hilarious. You had the prison warden pretty much like Mass Hedrome. He came from um uh, he, he's a he's the guy he played Luke Spencer on uh on, on, on General Hospital. Don't ask me why I know that. But anyway, so uh, so so Ethy Geary is in that movie. Ethy Geary was hilarious. You know to see him play a villain. You know play somebody besides Luke Spencer at this point. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie. You know I think that Too Sweet. You know showed off his uh, really bad acting skills. The fights were just terrible. But it was so bad that you just got to watch it. I mean, there's nothing like a bad prison movie. And <laughs> Prisoner Three is pretty much that. I mean, the movie only grossed $1.3 million. That's it. You know, it had a, it had a terrible soundtrack. It had a soundtrack. It sounded like uh, Running Scared. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie. So you take the soundtrack from Running Scared with Gregory Hines, and you put, oh, this the, yeah. you, put, yeah, you put this in the penitentiary scene. I mean, uh, I got to say, like, you know, the, the fight with Hugo the Hawk was awesome uh it was just man you know like you like, like like uh like jules you're a big van damme fan i mean too sweet to me was like he's before carl weathers he's before um mm-hmm. uh, you know he, he's before like a lot of those other uh you know iconic uh fighters that we had like in cinema i mean he was hilarious but yeah I, I just i just think too sweet should have should have had a, a another movie this to follow this one up or maybe like uh. Reboot Penitentiary three today, and let's put Michael B. Jordan's as Too Sweet. That'd be hilarious. Today.
1: Oh man, that's
2: what.
1: <laughs> hey, I dig it, man.
2: Yeah.
0: That would oh. be
1: actually kind of cool. Yeah, oh, right.
0: Yeah. One thing I was gonna say too, Novak, regarding the Too Too Sweet, it was messed up how he got thrown back into jail, right? Because they drugged him, and then he like he killed somebody in that fight. That was bogus, man.
2: I know they they kept him in there anyway. I mean, it's like, yeah, he just couldn't get, he just couldn't stay out. Pretty much, I mean, uh. I mean, Anthony Geary's character, man, was hilarious. Pretty much. I mean, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, 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 it's a great bad movie. I mean, I saw it on, I saw it the other night again, and it, you know, before we did this uh, podcast, and I, you know, I, I had the same nightmare years ago about the, the small guy, you know, in that movie <laughs> attacking me in <laughs> the middle of the night with a dull on. <laughs> Dude,
0: bro. That, that was such a random character, man.
2: Jesus. Yeah, but where did he come from? How did
1: he go to jail? What, what was his crime? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What is this crime?" <laughs> hey, but you know, too sweet and too sweet and little man, they end up being being cool. Yeah, he ended up mentoring him. He ended up becoming like his ninja. He ended up becoming like his ninja ninja. <laughs> he was master splinter. Yeah, he was master splinter man. You know, let me tell you how to kill him. Oh Get him in the kidney. <laughs> oh man, I gotta watch that one again. You
2: gotta watch man. He flipped off that wall. Ain't nothing like that. they play that bionic music when you flip off that wall. <laughs>
1: Oh man. Oh, I like man. that one. That was a good one. That was a
2: good yeah. one. You know, you can't watch it today with the wrong people. Don't watch that. You know, be careful the audience you show that movie in today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it by myself then because man. Oh
2: man.
1: It's a different story what we got going on now. late at
2: night, three o'clock in the morning. You might find it, <laughs> it yeah. comes on late at
1: night. <laughs> okay. All right. So my number two. It's Star Wars. Star Wars 7 8 9. All three <laughs> of them. All wow. three of them. Now, if you're a Star Wars fan out there and I know there are many. Here's the thing. I like the movies. So don't hate me too bad. I like them. I enjoyed them. The problem is they went away from six, 4, 5 and 6. That's what it, we was we was kids watching Star Wars. Prayers no back. We was kids watching Star Wars. We loved it. Luke fighting Vader I, I and actually, stuff. I actually never seen a Star Wars movie. The hell? Whatever. Wow. No, that's scary. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, snap. Okay. Uh, let me see. How can I dress this without without giving away the? <laughs> you go go for it because I'm not going to price. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So okay. Let, let's see. Seven eight nine came out in all December's. So they loaded the month of December, December uh, two thousand fifteen, December two thousand seventeen, and December uh, uh, two thousand nineteen. The budget for all three of those was 800, um, 800, 800 million. Now it grossed four point four billion. So they made some, they made a lot of money. You know, got a lot of lot of uh, Star Wars fans out there. I'm I'm one of them, but it's just seven, eight, nine. See the the way is the sequel trilogy is the third is the third trilogy of the the main Star Wars franchise you know created by George Lucas my man he should have stayed in it but the trilogy follows a nineteen year old orphan named Rey, and the resistance it, with the resistance okay the the uh the first order of the Empire rose back up again I don't know how without when it when it got destroyed with with Luke Skywalker and the rest of them but it came back up and. So it was like they started all over again. But with, you have a female Jedi who, who's an orphan, who don't know who she is, learning the ways of the Jedi. But at the end, she's a Poppatine. So it was like, hmm, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I follow the storyline. I just didn't like it. It was a good movie. So don't hate Pulling Back the Curtain podcast in, 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 in a whole. It's Jules St. James that's saying this. <laughs> it's a cool movie, but... Uh, I just don't like the how it went away from the original from the original cast, you know. That's all. My my favorite character was uh my favorite character was Chewbacca because he was around for the whole thing and kudos him for never never dying. Man, that's it. That's all. That's all I have for.
0: I'll say this. I actually I uh, remember we went to that. We all drove to that funeral in Terre Haute. You guys know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Didn't we go to some Star Wars movie or something? I might have fell asleep during it,
2: but didn't we? Isn't that what we did afterwards? Yeah, we saw. Yeah, we saw Star Wars. Which one was that? I can't remember. It was that bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that that whole trip was bad. So yeah, I, I just don't remember that movie. I fell asleep. I think.
1: Yeah, it, it got start- it, well. It, it was probably one of the the prequel. Because this one came out in fifteen, the, the number seven came out in two thousand fifteen. That was a while ago, so it got to be one of the prequels, one, two, or three.
2: What year was that funeral? Oh shit,
1: man! Was, I you we
2: were like college age.
1: Yeah, yeah we
2: were, it came. One of them came over we in college. I can't think of it. Um, uh, it was bad because you know the problem is with Star Wars is that you know, you're talking, you, you're talking about New Hope and the rest of those. Those are the good ones. Mm-hmm. The stuff that came out later was like they were reaching for money, and then Disney got involved. And they Disneyfied it. Star Wars took a dark path. I mean, I got the movies at home, and I have never watched. Them. You know, I have no desire to watch them. I mean, uh, it's just man. I mean, they missed the point. I mean, they made they made something cool very uncool. If you know what I mean.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, yeah, see, I, uh... I I was hoping, I was hoping that uh, you you expand on. Luke and Leia and Hans and stuff, they pretty much got rid of them, which I had a problem with. Luke is the powerful Jedi out there, and you get damn it, you get rid of Luke. That's my problem, man. They got rid of nice goddamn force ghosts. Man, I just didn't like it, man. I ain't I ain't like it. I ain't I ain't like the plot. I ain't like how they how they wrote these these three, these last three.
0: Hey, just don't just don't throw no bugs, man.
1: <laughs> no, I can't, I can't on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So you're crying on the inside
2: right now <laughs> see,
1: this, see, see the mug I have now is the one you put in the freezer So it stay cold So when you put your pop or whatever you want to drink It'll, it'll freeze that, that drink for you
2: You got Yeti over there <laughs> <laughs> That name alone had me cracking up You know you're in the office so like, I've got my Yeti with me I'm like yo what? what you mean that cup?
3: <laughs>
2: oh man yeah. awesome. Have you seen the one you can warm up with your phone? Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. No. Yeah. They got it, a. They got a Bluetooth. cup you can warm up. Yeah, you got a little pad with it. And you use the Bluetooth for your phone. And you tell it to heat up. Yep. It's oh, pretty man. lame, but it's you know it's it's like about sixty bucks. It was a hundred plus. I almost bought one. I ch- I changed my mind.
1: Oh, you? Why'd you change your mind for Novet?
2: uh man, you know if I want my if I want some hot coffee, <laughs> I'm gonna make another <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> that's some lazy <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> oh man. It's the world we live in today, boys. Where are we living today?
0: My, uh, my number two was, uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you. Thank you, right? Because that movie, man,
0: fuck, bro. Like, I liked Hans, right? Like, the, he was the dude, but the, the character that kind of pissed me off was, uh, what was his name? Sean, the one that was uh, in the U.S., and then he got kicked out of the U.S., and he had to go live with his dad over in Tokyo or some shit, uh, his character was annoying to me. Uh, he couldn't fight. Every time he, you know, got involved with the situation, he always messed shit up. And then Hans was trying to school the kid. Like, hey, man. And, like, you know, uh, he tried to introduce him to the, the street racing game. I think Bow Wow even tried to teach him how to drift. Because remember at first when he was over there, he tore up the car because he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Then his old man, I think, was uh, – one didn't want to get involved in that street life. Cause that's the reason why he got put over, uh, over in Tokyo in the first place. So that movie though, was mm-hmm. just, it was just bad, man. It was real bad. The, the thing that I did like about the movie though was, uh, Bow Wow, that truck that he had, he had a, how, what was it like, it was an incredible Hulk truck. I thought that, Hulk. that was, yeah, dope. That thing was, that thing was awesome. Um, uh, and also, too, the best scenes in that movie was the first race and then that Tokyo
2: City chase. Oh, that was awesome! You know, with the you know with the girl with the really nice car with the anime car with the anime car. yeah. Oh, yep. The, I think I think going up the mountain was pretty cool when they were drifting up the mountain. I mean, the worst scene probably when he was learning how to drift. He tore up. uh He tore up the car. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's what I was mentioning. Yep. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. terrible. But uh
0: also, I don't know if you guys peeped this in the movie. Which another part that I thought was kind of cool was a. Uh, a, there was a cameo in the movie. The The Godfather of uh, Drift Racing was in the movie, and I thought that was kind of a uh, that that, thought that oh, was okay. Of, and in the cars too. Like let's 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 not get it twisted. The cars in, in Tokyo Drift were fucking dope. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: they were dope. The other thing dope about that movie is the fact that I will say the 4K version of that movie is beautiful. It's a terrible movie, but it looks so good and it sounds good. They actually have Atmos tracks for that movie, which means that the sound is 3D. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know that open scene when he first goes to the uh, the nightlife of Tokyo, see everybody yep. hanging out on the street. I would say that was probably the best part of that movie. He's out there looking around all the different girls and stuff, the different dudes. I mean, it's wild, man. You hear that? I mean, you hear that music blast in the background. You got Bow Wow trying to be cool and he not. And then he, finds out, that, he finds out that Bow Wow ain't, ain't who he think he is. That he meets the evil the, the, the evil Japanese um, kid that doesn't like him, <laughs> um, but that was I mean, the dude that that dude fucked him up. Oh, I know, I know the fact that he's looking at the girl and yep. you know the, the way the girl looked at him like you know she wanted him the first time she saw him. Yep. but she's tied up to yakuza, and you know how that go. I mean, it, it was wild the fact that you bring the you bring the Japanese mafia into the movie with car racing, and yeah. then you know you got a kid that can't that can't make his, uh, his uncle and his father proud. Oh, it's a that was okay movie. I mean, it, you know, bad. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, I get I get you that that Japanese hip hop is, is is pretty wild, man. You listening to it? <laughs> yeah, it was bad acting.
0: Sean's accent and that thing was horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it's his accent. He, he have a country accent. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing, bro? <laughs> Y'all don't know, what I go through. <laughs> I, was like, what
3: is this?
2: I was like, I was like, what is this? How you gonna be? How you gonna be ghetto fabulous and country at the same time, <laughs> right? You, you know another thing I didn't I didn't like is
0: that none of the original cast uh, and, or the the newer characters were even in it, right? And obviously, oh. was that was trash.
2: Uh, was a spinoff. That's yep. a bad spinoff.
0: Very bad. Vin Diesel did make a cameo at the end, so that was kind of cool. But that that was
2: really about it, man. Oh, but he's so lame. But then that movie, you want to race? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the only the only pro, the only positive thing about that was when when Ben was at the end of you like I right, cool it's gonna be another fast fears and, and Ben Diesel mm-hmm. back because you had two uh after the first one you, the second and the third one he wasn't in and you was like damn the first one was was good it was like man what happened but then you see Ben like all right we're gonna do another one then okay Oh, he was tight in the first one, man. The first one, man.
2: The, the current game in that first uh, Fast and Furious is insane. Dude, right? American and Muscle, and muscle and versus
3: and
2: News. The race scenes were like dope. I mean, it made Paul Walker believable. That's how I get the, the first Fast and Furious. It made Paul Walker <laughs> a star. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah you know, rest in yeah. peace, Paul rest Walker. Rest baseball, Walker. Terrible actor. Oh, my God, That's man. That's so funny. Man, so we we at the number one spots now. Oh, I got something for y'all. Okay. Oh man, I'm about to, I'm reaching right, way back, you know, and uh, on this one, my number one bad movie all the time. I need a drum roll for this one. Oh man, I got something for y'all. Hootie Tank. A good drum roll.
3: Oh, oh. Man. <laughs> oh.
2: Yes, sir. Oh my God, that is so bad. I, I remember Kappa watching. Chaff. Yeah, tap a Child. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Set a tie. What a
3: <laughs>
2: You know, but the movie's so bad, it's got its own language. You know, there's, you know, that's a Pootie Tang dictionary out there where phrases that Pootie Tang would say. They, they translate Pootie Tang. Get out of here! Yeah, because you know the word Pootie Tang came from black exploitations in the '70s. That means pretty thing, but people couldn't say pretty thing, so it, was, it sounds like Pootie Tang. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, because my grandma, my grandma told me that she's like, it's just saying pretty thing. I'm like, what? Pootie Tang is not pretty thing. So I did some research on it. Yeah, it's pretty thing. You know, it's country. You know, it's like people saying soda crackers and everything else. Basically, it's something that came out the south, and then you got. I remember one of the phrases, "Leave a tie." I mean, watch out and find. <laughs> you got. You got. Uh, what's you got? You got another one, "Dirty D." Your baddie, baddie, daddy. <laughs> he basically said that's a threat. So Booty had his own like dialect. But then he had that belt that uh, you know, his dad Chris Rock gave him because Booty had a bad life. You know, in, in terms of like, being a kid. You know, he had, like, his uh, his mother died giving birth to him. His dad died about mm-hmm. to get mauled by a gorilla. I don't know if you remember that part. And they said, this is in Gary, Indiana. He worked the steel mill. And they said this already happened, like, two or three times in life, where a gorilla showed up at the steel mill and killed somebody. <laughs> so the dad got mauled by a gorilla at the steel mill in Gary, Indiana. And, you know, and I'm for my ass off, because you ever been to Gary, Indiana, ain't no gorillas in Gary, uh-huh. Indiana. And so that happened. And uh, I remember uh, he gave him a belt. So that belt, you know, as long as he was on the good side of the law, his belt had superpowers. Like, so he could stop bullets with it. Like, his dad told him, if you stay good, you can whoop anybody's ass with this belt. And that part had me cracking up because, you know, he grew up and he became Pootie Tank, you know, you know. And he basically was like this guy. He did commercials. He had that song with no words. Oh, my God. The song that he couldn't get the words out for, but everybody said it was hot. hit <laughs> hey, on the no boomers. He go in the booth and be like, da, da, da. And everybody be like, oh my God, that's so hot, man. That's that new pooty tang." And then, you know, you had Bicky Shorty in that one to Sykes. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that was, that was probably mm-hmm. the worst sex scene ever in the movie. When when he got his powers back, you know, they stole his belt. Remember, you remember uh Dirty D stole his belt? Dirty D. Yep. <laughs> dirty D, that's the dude from the wire. Stole it. no no dirty D and then the guy from the wire. I can't think of his name right now. Oh uh, man, Dirty D stole his belt, whatever, basically, and uh, that movie is just hilarious. They won one sex in him at the sex scenes? You get, you know, he didn't believe in himself no more because he didn't have his belt, and he got strong. Got to have sex with Big and Shorty, <laughs> who was a who was a hooker in the movie. Oh my mm-hmm. god! So I would say, I would say, my favorite character in that movie probably is Pootie, no doubt. It's just the way he, the way he used his own vocabulary, the way he sounded when he was. Uh, you know, he's out there doing those uh, the Stop the Violence videos. Oh, my God, that, stomach, that stuff had my stomach hurting because, you know, it was so ignorant. The fact that you got a character that couldn't pronounce any words correctly, but, it, you know, everybody loved it. I mean, um, mm-hmm. I would say, like, uh, the other thing I up about that movie is the part when uh, Dirty D got, went through the car wash. He washed him through the car wash. he like a totally different person when he came out. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: that scene had me cracking up, but, uh, yeah, Tay is my number one worst movie of all time. I mean, <laughs> Chris Rock appearing in the cor- as a piece of corn in the field was hilarious. I mean, uh just just hilarious movie.
0: Also, man. that that uh that, that the opening the opening sequence when he had the fight scene. That was like some shit straight out of Dolomite. That was oh fun. yeah
2: the belt and he was moving his head like the Matrix. Oh man. my god.
1: <laughs> oh man. Hey, that's uh, a good one, man. Yeah, that's
2: a good one. Right, I, love, I love I
1: love Oh solid. my god. All right. <clears throat> All right, my number one. I know you guys, I know you guys seen this plenty of times. And prayers, I think this is your hero. I think he, you told me one once before.
3: We'll and
1: that's uh, No Hose Bar with, with Hulk Hogan. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> Whoa.
2: That's <was> my fancy <laughs> football
1: <laughs> character, man. Remember I had
2: Zeus?
0: <laughs> hey, I, I, after this recording, I'm going to be calling you, Jewel. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. I know you used to say your prayers eating your vitamins and stuff, man. <laughs> okay, so so Noah Barthes came out in June. You're way too much, bro. I'm a real American, oh man. For I, <laughs> it came out in June of 89. <laughs> the budget was it made it may it made for this budget? Damn. But it grows 16, 16 million. That's WrestleMania okay. money. <laughs> so okay. So uh, Hulk Hogan, his name in the movie is, is called Rip Thomas. He's a WWF champion, he's a wrestling champion, just like he was in real life. Okay, there was a, a television promoter uh, named Braille. Now Braille wanted to get Rip over to his show because it shows up. And he feel that uh, Rip uh, played with Hulk Hogan will boost his weight so he can get some money. So of course, you know, uh, Hulk Hogan turned him down plenty of times. Well, Bro got mad. He ended up going to this penitentiary where he ended up bump, uh, getting introduced to Zeus, played by Tiny Lester. Now, now, Zeus in the movie was was a wrecking ball, and so he set it up where Rip didn't want to fight him at first, but Tiny, but you know, of course, they end up kidnapping his, what well, they beat his brother up, kidnapped his girl and stuff like that. So Forrest, Forrest Hulk, first <laughs> Forrest Hulk, uh, uh, Rip and. Uh, Zeus to battle out in a uh, no hose barred. That means no referee, no rules. Everything goes, and of course, uh, uh, uh Rip came out on uh came out on top. Well, y'all stupid. <laughs> Rip came out on top. So I didn't. As as a kid watching that movie, man, I thought it was I thought it was dope. Watching now, of course, it's like, man, what is this? But you know, I enjoyed it. It's good. You know, I enjoyed the movie, but it was terrible.
0: I, I still think about that Dookie scene. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god. Right. He 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 exploded. They gonna lock him up in the limousine. He exploded off the top and grabbed and duke crap on himself, man. <laughs> he said, what is that smell? He said, Duke. Dookie. Okay. <laughs> oh damn. Man, I I am in the wrong profession. <laughs> oh man, The costumes
2: that uh that Zeus is wearing. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, he had that Z on the side of his head, that Z on his belt. He was dressed and a like unibrow, the unibrow, man. He he was before Anthony Davis, and then he was cross-eyed. <laughs> you know, when you're so strong, your eyes are like basically crossed each other, man. That's how he was hitting the waist back then. Oh, man. Oh, don't forget about that chain that uh sweater, he's that's chain that uh, yeah. tank top he used to wear. Oh, my god. Oh, that man. was bad. That was bad, man. I just think, man. Prez, she's That was favorite We had a post on the wall. This, man.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all playing too much. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, if I can be a wrestler, man, I'm, I'm ripping my shirt off just like Hope. just like Hope But, Man, I,
2: every time I see Hulk, I think about that. I'm an all American. You know, I'm an American hero. That you know, playing in the background, blaring at WrestleMania. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about the Man Dollar Man. You think about Mean Gene. Oh man, great times.
1: Man. Oh man. Man, the '80s, man, I loved him.
2: How do you have a do rag with no waves? That's the Hawk had a do rag with no <laughs> waves, man. Think about he that, could, man. He could, he could, he could get he waves. no waves. Yeah. Oh my I, god, man! You you realize he had a blue, he had he had a he had a North Carolina blue do rag, white trim on it. I never realized that since I got older. Hey, man, he just had swag. That's all. Man, Zeus had a Z inside his he head, had no waves. <laughs>
0: I tell you one thing that uh, that black kid that he was holding in that movie. I'm sure he washed his hands. He put a breeze on after that, man. Let me wash this away.
2: Oh man! Oh my god, man! Oh man! Thank
1: you for that one, Jules. Man,
2: oh, going
0: man. Man, I appreciate
1: it, man. So
2: bad. Yeah, but y'all y'all gotta stop playing
0: with me with Hulk Hogan. Y'all
1: know I don't fuck with that dude. Oh damn, that's right, man. Ripper. Oh man, I forgot about that, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Y'all yeah. funny, though. Y'all real funny. Oh,
0: man.
2: <laughs> he coming back, man. He say he's sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he just lucky ultimate warrior in here no more.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, man, that's the dude there.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, oh, man. He come to the raid, man, them bands, so cutting off his circulation, hitting that turnbuckle. We got to do a wrestling podcast. I want that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get that going. Oh, my God, man. Words. Well, man, no, my number one was, uh,
0: you guys know, you might agree with me. You might not. This one might be controversial.
2: Belly. Oh, really? man. Come oh, on. man. Yes, sir. Really? Oh, that's yes. the greatest opening robbery scene of all time. Oh,
0: hold on. let me let me get to it. Let me
2: get to it. <laughs> he said, let me get to it. All right.
0: So, Belly. I like the movie, but I also thought that some parts of the movie Eh, they could have kept now what I did like about the movie was Hype Williams Hype Williams when we were coming up had some of the dopest music videos around now when he basically directed belly that opening scene when they were slow motion uh walking through the club with the back to life plan that was probably one of the best I think opening scenes I've seen in a movie ever right dope ass soundtrack um The movie also, it really focused on the rap culture film, right? So it was cool seeing, you know, DMX, Nas, Method, you know, and even T-Boz, uh, basically on the film back in the day. My issue though, with the film is it was just all style. It had no substance to it. Um, I think it would have been better if it had just been a Hype Williams, like extended music video, to be honest. Um, Nas' character was fucking trash, sincere, um, he was real bad in the movie. I didn't like the plot. It had a little bit of stuff where it took from Scarface. Uh, also, the plot felt a little set up. Like I got so tired of hearing Nas talking about you know, going back to Africa. Uh, he was the epitome of the guy that read one book in his life, and then he, did, he didn't stop reminding you that he was reading books. Mm-hmm. So that character was just a little annoying to me. Uh, DMX was actually pretty solid um, in the film. I thought he actually put in a pretty good uh performance, even though he might have been high on Coke. <laughs> <laughs> but his character was pretty cool. He played uh Tommy Buns. Um mm-hmm. so basically they were uh dealing uh heroin and they had the heroin empire that they w- was moving from Queens all the way to Omaha. Now, the one funny part about this movie, and you guys are probably remember the character. Remember Rico, the dude from uh, Nebraska? Mm-hmm. So Rico was just a funny character because that dude had, like, he had a perm, he had the glasses, and he was snacking on a banana, and he was <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Remember, he was like, I'm gonna drop a dime on them. They rolling too hard. I oh, don't like them days." Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he was the reason why they got caught up. You know, you remember, that kind of started all the problems for uh, Tommy and, and, and Sincere. So, uh, I don't know, man. I think DMX was decent in the movie. He started the movie with his narration. Uh, he also has some of the best lines too if you think about it, right? Because remember when uh when Na's sincere character was trying to get out of the game and DMX and Tommy was like he's like, Oh, because you're a homeowner now? That shit had me fucking dying. Like so it was it was some mm-hmm. good one liners in there, but I just think that man this movie it was it was good, but I think it was just really bad too. So Novak, I know uh you probably wanted to, to get some
2: stuff going. Well, what I say about it is, yeah, it's a it's a you know what, it ain't nothing but a music video that went on too long. You know, like, you know, like you know, DMS's character was hilarious. That part when he called he called T Bot, no, he calls home, he's talking to the old girl and he was getting uh you know, he was getting service in the car.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And he's sitting there and uh I remember his wife calls him, Tommy, he he teaching me things. He said I ain't old enough right now. And I am be like, Oh, okay, you ain't old enough. What was you doing in that car? You know, I mean I mean, Tommy, Tommy was hilarious in there. I like that scene. He instigated that shooting in the restaurant and sat there and went to jail. That was the dumbest scene yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Now, he's like, what you going to do? Come on, man. What you going to do? And DMS, DMS got that, that, that style. He can make somebody go kill somebody. And he wanted, you know, he'll go to jail for instigating. I mean, and D sat there at the, at the dude shot the other guy. He sat there looking at him and he got shot and killed. And he went to jail that day. I would say that scene was great. I mean, I do agree with you on that, uh, phrase that it could have just been music a music video on a I mean, Hype Williams, what happened was he had too much, they gave him a big budget on this one. You know, he went crazy with it. Yep. The, Im- the imagery was tight. Uh, my other favorite scene is that is that part when uh, when Method Man's character went into that nightclub and shot up the nightclub. Yep. They had mm-hmm. that, that Crucial Conflict song playing in the background. And you're like, is that conflict in the background? I mean, that belly is like Belly is like hip-hop going in many different directions and trying to be put on the big screen. So I, I will say it's a bad movie. I can't see that, number one, for people, because it did set the black community back a little bit. You know, you had Nas talking about he going to Africa. And I was like, he got shot outside the barbershop. <laughs> and I was like, come on now. And, it, mean, and that was the worst scene ever. because that, that was terrible. He just, what did he just say? I got shot. I got shot. Can't I got shot. And then he got home with her, basically, or 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 the part when uh, when Keisha when Keisha beat up uh, Buns, that was hilarious. <laughs> they tried, you know, they tried to kill her. Oh, that was hilarious. That was the best fight I ever seen.
3: <laughs> mm.
2: I mean, also, um, also he was like, I don't know no Kiana. Oh no, Luke Keanu. fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the oh DMS man, it, yeah, his, you know his acting. That wasn't really acting. That's his everyday life. That's just him. Yeah, that's, that's just, just him. him. Yeah. Nas is trying to be cool the whole movie. And it was really bad. He was trying to be cool the whole movie. I mean, Method Man, that was just Method Man from around the way. Right. So there, there was no real acting in the movie. So you know, Nas was trying to act. He was trying to be like sincere. You know, he's trying to be like that that uh that dude that pretty much reads the Bible, prays, but he does evil every night. So it was it was crazy when you think about it.
3: And he so, was yeah. just
2: he was just he was just spitting stuff that he was reading down a book every time he had a chance. Yeah, walking country edition, you yep. know. But yep. then you know, stereotype of going down south to sell drugs and coming back to New York. That was terrible. I will yep. admit, you know, you know what, Prez, I'll give you that. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the bad, all the bad metaphors in that movie. And now I'm staying <laughs> because I watched that movie the other night, like you know, in my house with that that, that nice white backdrop, the opening, the opening robbery mm-hmm. scene, which is yep. stupid as hell. And it was that was the worst <laughs> robbery ever. That robbery got people caught up for years. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, that was the See? stupidest armed robbery See? ever. How did you know how they got caught? Because DMS organized. That's how they got caught. You, you had the role person organizer. Yeah. Shoot them. Shoot them. out the right door. Put this mask on. And you're gonna get you gonna drive back to your house. Oh my god. That scene when he called home and they and they raided the house was terrible. Yep. Did you uh did you hear that uh Jay-Z was originally the
0: person that they wanted to play, Tommy, but he turned it down?
2: Cause he didn't want to be stained like that. Nas got mm. a his acting career. We ain't seen Nas in another movie act since. You know, no.
1: That's <laughs> actually mean, a
2: good point. Yeah, he hasn't been at anything. Wait, has he? No, I don't no, think so. No, I mean I love Nas as a hip hop artist, you know, one of my favorite artists, one of my top five. But please don't act. You know, like he, he tried to do that on the on the, the get down. I don't know if you guys ever saw the get down on on Netflix. When they, they did like the story, like pretty much. It's like Young Nas being told, like in the, the '80s, during the crack uh, the crack cocaine epidemic in New York City.
1: Oh, okay. okay. No, I haven't seen it.
2: They used a the They used the black kid for Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> don't don't no, no, don't ask me how I saw that movie. But anyway, I know mm. it's Pokemon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, no,
1: know, you know,
2: It's up it's something with belly. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. Like, like, like you said. So see, 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 Novet came around because at first I felt he was coming for me. I was like, no, let me, let me. I had to, I had to state my case there for a second.
2: No, right. I would take a up, but you know, the thing about Belly. It's the best soundtrack for like a, a movie. Oh yeah. yeah, during that. I mean, you had here comes the boom on there. Yeah, uh-huh. DMS killing that Jamaican rhythm, just destroying that beat, man. Yeah, you like, know that soundtrack was dope. Oh my god, Belly soundtrack is phenomenal, man. You know, you had you had Vito on that soundtrack. You had uh it was a great soundtrack. I mean, I think I think Nas ruined that movie, to me, which his character if we could have had Tommy could have did his own movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 should have left Nas out of there because that's sincere yeah. character, man. Whew, he was terrible.
2: Oh God, you know, why was always dark in his house? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Every scene is in the dark, and he's sitting there like, you know, he never came into the light until he went to Africa. Remember, think about that. That's actually a good point. Maybe that was what Hype Williams was trying to symbolize. You never know. He's trying to do something. I mean, yeah. you know, what ain't, was, seen, what, ain't seen him since. What happened to Hype Williams? Hype went out.
1: Man, so. yeah,
2: right. What happened to Hype Williams? That's a good question. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, you man, those videos uh, back in the 90s and 2000s, man, he was that guy.
1: Do, yeah. they, even, do they even have – Videos? Not, not man, I know it's it is sorry for me to say this, but do they even have music videos now?
2: Uh 6ix9ine got something out there right now. He just he just dropped trolls the other day and people went crazy. Okay. That's a whole nother podcast. He can have his he can have a two-hour talk about 6 ix 9 <laughs> You gotta do it before you get assassinated though.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his days a
2: number for sure. Oh my He's... god. Y'all man, I'm back. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, stop it, man.
1: Man, you might. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Listen, bro. Just hey, hey, if you can't change your, I, well, we man, just, I just keep do, just keep doing what you're doing, man. <laughs> Cause right, he's scarred up, man.
3: Yeah,
0: he they, they ain't no help for that, brother.
1: Mm-mm. But
0: so, okay, guys, man. We went through our uh, our top five. Uh, this this was kind of interesting to kind of go through this. It's been really funny, like reminiscing on some of the movies that you guys brought up, mm-hmm. Ovech. Out of your top five, which one of yours would you say would make for a good uh, sequel if it hasn't already had one?
2: You know what I want? I mean, in terms of, you know, one, one of my top five that I want to get a sequel right now, I want to follow Don't Be a Man to South Central Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. I want, a <laughs> ver- I want a modern version of that dealing with, you know, Black Lives Matter. I want to tackle, you know what, we need to laugh right now. I want the Wayans to come make us something that pretty much is funny, So we can laugh about rather than cry about at this point in life. That's what's you know, up. We need them right now at this point. I mean, we need company right now because it's like, man, don't be a menace right now. Or, or you know, just a, a revise those roles. Follow up with Ash, and everybody. What happened to them? That would be awesome at this point. So the same cast, same cats. I want okay. new cats. I want children in there. I want I want whatever Wayne's family member we ain't never seen in there. You know, it's like nine hundred of my. You know, I'm quite sure that's another funny Wayne's out there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure.
1: What'd you do, man? Up, yeah, man. My, I, you know what? This is gonna be, it's is is a little, little off, but mine is gonna be the expendables. Uh, it'll be the expendables, but check this out. It'll be who who I want to play will be me, President Novak, you guys, us three to be expendables. Going out there, being mercenaries, going helping out the neighborhoods and stuff like that, or countries and this, and uh, you know, this and that.
0: So who's who so
1: who's who? I, I, we can just come up with our own names. I don't know. Well, just... oh,
0: okay. oh, so you you haven't thought it out very well.
1: Huh? No, I'm sorry. i just...
0: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know, it's just, hey, we we could go week to week. You know, what I'm saying it'll be us three, like three the hard way, and it's going out there and, and, and cleaning up the communities, man, or 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 whatever, whoever needs help. Okay. So who gonna be Bruce Willis in this movie? That's what I, that's, that's what I was wondering. Uh, uh, well, okay. I mean, if, if you want uh, Prez, you can be you can be Barney that played by Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Novak, you can be uh, you, can, you can be you, you can be uh Jet Li character. Okay. <laughs> you gonna be Terry
2: Crews? I'll be Terry Crews. I'll be Terry Crews. That before the butt touch. After
1: <laughs> that'll be after. <laughs>
2: Somebody touched me and I felt violated.
1: Oh, man, you're too
2: big, man,
0: for
1: that. Yeah. You're too big.
2: Yeah,
0: ain't hey, no Vic, that, that That's uh that's hilarious, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's too funny. So, Jules, so you said the three of us, man. So we just be out here just uh just trying to save the world, huh? Oh
1: yeah. Oh,
3: and, then,
1: and then when the season go on, we'll we'll get more people and this and that, and then we'll get uh and then your boy 45, he'll come and. Need, need our help to take care of some stuff so we'll we'll be working for the, for the man and stuff we'll
2: never get paid then what the hell you
1: be out there doing <laughs> <two crazy laughs> listen hey guys i the specifics i you know i ain't go over but i mean you know we can play with it hey Jules, <laughs> 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 you, you knew that was coming you knew it <laughs> oh man can,
2: can we get can we get can we get bad tattoos and <laughs> And then Jason Stratham to show up basically and sound like he's the most intelligent man that does no shit on the set. <laughs> that's funny. That dude is a terrible actor, man. We did just bad actors too, man. Oh my God. He, he plays the same yeah, character in every fucking movie. That's funny, that's
0: funny that you, that's funny that you say that, man. Cause in my, uh, in my sequel, I have him as one of the actors that I want to be in the recast. Um, uh, you want to shoot him in death in this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> indirectly. So uh, so mine was Con Air. I think uh, Con Air is the only one on my list that doesn't have a sequel. So I think a Con Air 2 would be kind of dope. Also, I think if they had uh, that Antoine – how do you pronounce his last name? Fuqua. Fuqua. Wanted, Fuqua. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did Train Day and Equalizer. Like, could mm-hmm. you imagine if he, like, uh, produced the, the – Oh, that would
1: be dope. That would be dope. Thing. Oh yeah,
0: and uh, I also thought that uh, Denzel Washington should be recast as Cameron Poe. Okay. What about, what about Denzel Washington Jr. Uh, he can watch the movie. <laughs> he can
1: watch the movie. <laughs> John 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 David huh.
2: Yeah, John David could be on ballers and doing whatever the hell he's doing over there. Oh, man, but that dude is hilarious, man. He should be on Insecure. <laughs> he should be on. Yeah, that, that's more of a, that's more of his type of vibe. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't want him
0: on our movie here. He should
2: replace Lawrence.
0: <laughs> wow. I had uh Jason Statham as the new Cyrus the Virus. Okay. Because I mean, you know, because you're right, Novak. Uh, he's a bad actor, but he's a badass though. I mean, because some of that stuff from Fast and Furious with him. He was just just tearing up stuff, man. So you talking about Hobson Shaw now?
2: Yeah. No hell no, mm. that was the worst interrogation scene I ever seen in the movie. <laughs> oh
1: my god, man! Oh
2: it almost god. got on
1: the list. It almost, almost got on the list now.
2: Almost. <laughs> no, man. That's an upper-mentioned all star right there. When the rock, when the rock bass, he was playing himself. Oh no! When he brought that WWE character over to the uh, over to that movie, I was like, stop it. That's funny. I got, I got a few more people I want to
0: recast, man. So
2: remember that
0: Vince Larkin character, the U.S. marshal agent?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I would want to get Michael Pena to play him, the guy from Narcos, Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude's solid, man. If he can hunt down a, a damn uh, cartel member, then I think he would be able to hunt down Cyrus uh, cyber survivors and get that plane landed safely. So I think that would be a good one. And then you know William H. Macy from Shameless? Yeah. I want him to play Garland
2: Green. That Remember the serial killer? The -hmm. creepy dude? Yeah, I can see Macy. He's creepy. Creepy as hell. Everybody playing Crackhead is creepy. Mm.
0: (laughs) And then I think Tracy Morgan can play Bubba's character.
3: The diabetic guy.
2: Oh, man. He probably died before the opening credits.
0: Man. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Tracy didn't show
2: up to work today. He's been fired. You going to kill his character. (laughs) Tracy Morgan is hilarious, though, man. Yeah, I've been watching The Last OG, man. That is a funny show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so, uh, so,
0: so, Novak, you had Don't Be Minister, uh, the South Central Without Drinking You, Just in the Hood. Uh, Jules, you had uh, Incredibles starring us. Uh, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we need to come back to that on a future episode where you can develop <laughs> our characters a little bit more and give us a little bit more on that. But I like where you started with that.
1: All right, cool.
0: And then I had uh, I had Con Air too, Man, this is a, this is a fun episode, man.
2: A real fun episode. Uh, Novak, hit us with our final segment, the, uh, the Curtain Call. All right, this Curtain Call goes out to the 2002 action movie uh, Ballistic X vs. Sever, Sever. That starred Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. <laughs> this is the only movie that earned a 0% grade on Rotten Tomatoes, based on having more than 100 critics on record. Even with those two very competent actors, They were unable to say what was labeled a very unoriginal and boring film that was poorly executed from start to finish. Melissa X vs. Sever offers overblown wall-to-wall action without a hint of wit, (laughs) a coherent style originality. Uh, The consensus from the critics that this movie was startling inept. You know, yeah, I saw that movie too, uh, Prez. Uh, I watched it one night. That movie was (laughs) god-awful. We could have directed that with our phones and basically uploaded it to YouTube and and done better. Yeah, that, that movie was really trash, really trash. And that's the thing, too. They got zero percent, dude. How That's hard to get zero percent. <laughs> you could not go to work. And you could not go to work the day on the set and do better at that point. No kidding. Man, what you got for us, Jules, on that final thought?
1: All right, so today we talked about our, about our best bad, good movies and the characters that played in them. You know, the word character is a, is a very strong word but also have a powerful meaning to it. It's the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual or the combination of emotional, intellectual, or moral qualities that recognize on an on individual. <clears throat> so, creating your character is like an artist creating a sculpture The point is, the character is not something that you just happen by itself. Any more than a chisel, the the work of a tool that artists use. In both instances, a conscious decision has been made, a conscious process of design is at work. Character is the result of hundreds and hundreds of choices you, you may make that gradually turn who you are and at any given moment into who you want to become. If that decision-making process is not present, you'll still be a somebody, you'll still be alive, but may have a personality rather than a character. Character is something you are not born with and you must take a responsibility to make. So build your character and create a better life for yourself. All right, press.
0: Appreciate that fond of thought. Bellas, this is a really good episode. Episode 19 in the books. As always, we want to thank all of our listeners for their continued support of the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast. We want to give a special shout-out to our sponsor, Samato Coffee. Listeners, please check them out, somatocoffee.com. Don't forget to use our code BALLERSCOFFEE. As always, you can follow this podcast on Spotify. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple. You can also find us on iHeartRadio. We're Pulling Back the Curtain podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.